This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, community radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, you're listening to The Power, Andy Knowles, formerly of the Pro Wrestling Rewind on ESPN Radio, and you are listening to WrestleView right here on Phoenix 92.5. First one is from Royal Rumble 2001. So my name is Daryl Connor, and I'm joined by Gary Harden. How are you, Gar? Not bad, Daryl. How are you? Good man, good. Um, right. So, just why did we pick? Well, obviously we, we threw this out to like audience participation, but why did we hope this one won? Uh, well, I'm a big Chris Jericho fan, so that's why I hoped uh, hoped it won. And I suppose um, when we were deciding on which one to pick um the kind of the news broke during the week about them acknowledging chris benoit finally in yeah. uh the new edition of the wwe encyclopedia so we thought it would be a good inclusion um topical enough uh, and of course rumors that jericho's coming back to wwe as well soon enough um so it seemed like the right time to do a match like this yeah um, just with the current news because we were actually having some problems finding this particular match in uh collections. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we looked um we looked through the uh the Jericho collection and even uh, I have a Benoit collection there. Um but luckily enough I had it on my hard drive <laughs> through a, a full collection of pay-per-views from 2001 and of mm. course that's when this pay-per-view is from. And this was on the original ladder match DVD box set that they released what seven years ago yeah yeah and I mean, then they removed it after what happened happened yeah because I, I have that one that i got in new york yeah no i have the original print as well i just uh, wasn't able to find it <laughs> in my treasure trove of <laughs> that's true. of wrestling dvds we uh we ran through some technical issues and other bits and pieces which is, is very unlike us but today's no, been crazy i mean normally we're usually good we have stuff at hand but uh yeah today is uh, one of those days but we persevere anyway you yeah. know but no, I think for me personally, I really like this match. It's one of my favorite ladder matches. It's also my favorite in the Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit series. You know that that it begun. I want to say the middle of two thousand, yeah. uh, when the Radicals came in, and then there was like the clash between Jericho and Benoit. They had their two L three falls match at SummerSlam. It, that was a great match. That was a fantastic match. Yeah. Then they had like other uh, skirmishes throughout Raw and SmackDown. Had this match. This was kind of like their big blow off. Yeah, and then yeah. they eventually ended up becoming a tag team later on in this year as well. I want to say. Yeah, and that actually led towards my actual favorite TLC match from SmackDown Extreme. From SmackDown Extreme, I absolutely love that uh, that TLC match. Um, That's a great TLC match. It doesn't it get is. enough love. I mean, and and that was the one where uh, Benoit injured his neck. That's as true. Well. That's true. Um, but yeah, a fantastic match. But I think it's one of those matches that's very much overlooked because of its predecessors and the fact yeah. that it was on free TV. You know, for a long, for the longest time, only from doing this show that I actually realised a lot of people don't even know what SmackDown Extreme is or was because they yeah. only did it once. Yeah, I mean, that was one of my favourite all-time episodes of SmackDown. It, it's it's online. Is it? It's online. Oh, you can actually see it. it. It's on a, a specific website which I'll, I'll show you later on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can actually go and I've re-watched it, um, you know, recently and it is one of those shows where you remember it being better than it was okay but because okay. it's so different and weird you're like okay actually this is pretty cool like they had the old set it had everything crossed out and yeah. it was just kind of strange I, mean, I, I think it's one of those things and i mean it particularly you know nowadays watching wrestling when you kind of look back and there is a level of rose tinted glasses to it but particularly with the attitude era yeah, yeah particularly with the attitude era but like i remember watching that and it was like it was so different from anything that I'd seen. Well, like, the, well, to put this in the context, Gar, we were we were basically you know children still watching it yeah. on Saturday morning, and then you're like, okay, SmackDown, and then it's like, oh, what's 
what's this? this? Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that's it. Like, I think it was definitely for us. You know the way they always say nostalgia plays a huge part. Oh, in, yeah, definitely. In, in wrestling, like looking back on that, it, it's a real nostalgic time because like we would have been what eleven, twelve. No, no more than twelve. I yeah. Mean. Yeah, well I, i've got a couple of years on you yeah, um, that's true, yeah. just a few and so like yeah i so, was 10 anyway yeah it so i'd say right. i was probably 12 just yeah. turned 12 yeah. and like it, it was it was crazy because like we hadn't been really exposed to ecw and that's what it was kind of like it that's was like what it was it, it did kind of look like it as well because yeah. it is a lot more grungy than you expect yeah. but grungy to children who yeah. are used to watching the wwe rather than you know which is a very sleek product exactly you know? yeah but it's just the little things really made up for it. and then the fact we were getting pay-per-view quality matches yeah. like the TLC match we yeah. were just like oh they don't normally do this this is kind of weird and then of course they threw the baby out of bat water a few years later when Ric Flair was in TLC <laughs> match with, <laughs> with Edge and stuff that like that it was actually but not right match. it was but it, it took away the, 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 it, the luster of the yeah yeah anyway so guys you know the drill right now we're going to do two in this edition of the Rescue International Desk because this is a full show that's going up so we're doing basically two shows this week yep and uh, look at you, definitely listener. Yeah. <laughs> well, you fair know, listener, fair listener. <laughs> that's it. But but the first one, uh, you know, you guys know the trick. Get your DVD. Get your if you have the WWE Network, sync it up. And we have very helpfully with Chris Jericho's help. Yes, God bless Chris Jericho. He Why we ca- love him? He has a countdown. He's a countdown. <laughs> he invented countdowns. Yep. Um. And yes. So where we have started it, Chris Jericho's Titan Tron is up there. It's at Y two J five. So. Yep. You know, no drill. That's We're gonna play. let it go. Okay, here we here go. Here we go. Okay, four, so. three, two, one. I used to love this pyro, just the big, the loud bang, and uh, and Jericho come out. It Sad. was awesome, unreal. You know, although one thing about pyro, um, from going to wrestling shows now, yeah, you don't understand how loud it is and how much. It scares the hell out of you the first oh, time. Oh, yeah. Because I remember going to see Kane. Uh, well, no, not going to see Kane, but I went to the w, my first WWE house show. Kane was there and did the yeah. pyro. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah. Like, even, say, uh, last week when I was over in London and uh, on the Wednesday, or sorry, on the Tuesday for a SmackDown, a main event. Yeah. A main event was on first. And, like, we don't get main event over here. So no. you have to go online. You have to go online to get it. And like, I mean, it would have to be like a pretty good match for me to go and get it. Mm. Um, so I was like, Oh, I wonder is there pyro for me? And then the pyro went off it's and I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, <laughs> it was pretty cool pyro. Like it went up at an angle. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Like the, the actual taping shows as well. Like when we start going to them, it was shocking. Oh yeah. Like, the first it, time because yeah. you're like, Oh, this is going to be a big deal. And it actually it is. is. Yeah. And, and like it, it's it's quite loud and then even say Kane like you can feel the heat like remember oh, when yeah. we were ringside You're for like, Smackdown oh my I was god like, Jeez, that was a blast of heat <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the, I always wonder what the lads think you know the actual wrestlers themselves or like, even they have to like, stand there or even like the ref you know who's standing there like for Kane's pyro yeah okay sorry to get to get back to the match okay, uh, so, so Jer- Benoit's out now Jericho's come out and Benoit's walked out I have to say Jericho looks awesome with the beard yeah he has an awesome heel beard. Okay, Who so was working heel in this guy? I don't remember. I think Benoit was working heel as far as I can remember. Right. Um. Oh, Jericho. Spinning big spinning elbow. Uh, and a clothesline. And they're not wasting any time with this. The referee's on the outside. I think it's Tim White who's on the outside. Uh, I'm not sure I didn't see. Uh, Because, like, obviously the rules of a ladder match, you get up the top and you have to get the belt. And That's this is it. for the IC Championship. Yeah, fairly straightforward. Um. Yeah, it, it is Tim White. I miss Tim White. Referee Tim White. One of my favorite referee of all time, actually, next to Black yeah. Ref. Oh yeah, Black Ref's good. Uh, attempted, attempted crippler crossface. Actually, not happening. can I say in that weird dream I had last night, which was bizarre? <laughs> uh, it actually involved Ric Flair was walking yeah. down the ring with uh, was walking down the road I, with attempted walls of Jericho from Jericho blocked with Lil Nate, and Lil okay. Nate had the world heavyweight title for some reason. I was like, that's bizarre. <laughs> so, guys, don't eat cheese before bed. You get really <laughs> weird dreams. But, uh, yeah, okay. Oh, straight into the corner. Into the ring post. Into the ring post, From yeah. uh, Benoit sending Jericho into the ring post. Grabbing Chris Jericho's lovely long hair. God, remember that? I remember I wanted to have long hair. Like Jericho. Oh, one of the reasons I still have long hair. <laughs> no, it's, it's Triple H all the way. But, uh... Body slam. Well, he's Jer- building up oh. for the body slam. Oh, oh. reverse into the shoulder breaker. Shoulder breaker into the tie. And 
you know, when you go back and watch these matches, it's kind of weird because, like, we're so... Some guy looks like Stevie Richards. Stevie Richards in That's the crowd, awesome. yeah. Uh, Stevie Richards. Actually, Chris Benoit, Stevie Richards. Oh, That's foreshadowing. It. That's it. It really <laughs> is. Uh, okay, so into the ropes. Oh, Oof, nice. diving forearm from Jericho. And Benoit Sends rolls Benoit out to the outside. And if the apron. And if you had to... Ag- off the top, oh, misses straight onto the outside. Brody. Missed the crossbody. All Ooh. the way. Oh, okay, so when you're watching this product, it's really weird to actually, you know... Okay, it was said to me a long time ago, when you play games from your childhood, you remember them as they are now. And I think the same thing happens at wrestling. When you watch yeah. wrestling in its original form, you kind of remember it with a HD viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. So we're watching this, you know, basically the original pay-per-view stream or the original DVD, DVD stream. rip, yeah. And it's oh. Oh, straight into the corner. And it, it, it does look dated to a certain it does yeah especially like nowadays with the you know with hd definitely things like that okay, okay so, so benoit's gone to get the ladder so the ladder's in play only one ladder now so far yeah, jericho's gone I mean, back into the ring and that that's a point to make about this match like the tlc matches i i think one of the tlc matches had already happened had already happened and like the uh terry invitational tournament ladder match between edge and Christian that is and three Hardy years Boys. old at this point yeah and so Ladder matches had had very much, you know, changed into a very, you know, high risk, high spectacle match. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, I think we all have the same visions of of Jeff Hardy doing the Swanton, um, off that giant ladder in the in the in the runway, or even Edge uh, later Edge on this doing year the, doing the spear, doing the spear. Yeah, I mean, everybody can recall those, but this match was very much a kind of old school ladder match in the way you know say uh, Razor and Sean's ladder match or even going further back to to say Brett and Sean's definitely ladder match very old school where it was just the one ladder and it's one of those matches where the two guys they're not trying to put on a show they're beating the hell out of each other and it just so happens to have a ladder in yeah, it yeah and that's the goal to you know debilitate your opponent so much that you can climb up exactly climb and up said ladder and remember the whole point of this feud and obviously Jericho and Benoit were really good friends in real life which yeah. really works so well oh together. Jericho using the ladder straight yeah. into the straight face into Benoit's face and an unprotected face shot as well yeah I mean and, and I suppose that's one of the things when you go back and watch Benoit matches you know um, he works very very hard he worked very very hard and you know of course what happened um, yeah. you're kind of like oh man maybe if he didn't work so yeah so stiff shall yes, we say yes it would have been st- 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 stiff stiff being a good word uh, that you know maybe things might have played out a little bit differently okay so Jericho has the ladder and he's going to attempt to drive it in and he does oh. straight into the midsection Benoit goes down Jericho is you know known for his showboating and he's <laughs> he's setting up the ladder now into the corner on top of the the ring post which you know is not going to end very well. You know I hate some of these matches sometimes when they set up a spot that just will never work. Yeah or you know like when they set up a spot and it's so obvious you know what's going like, to happen yeah. Yeah. Yeah and, and I suppose definitely with say the TLC matches it became kind of Okay, yeah. So it comical. Go through that table. Yeah, it's like they don't set up, f- you know, f- or if four tables stacked high. Oh, big spill, big spill. Uh, well, that's something that Drew and Three MB actually picked up on at, a, at Extreme <laughs> yeah. Rules. You know, they really took the the piss out of it by, yeah, by yeah. setting up ridiculous spots. And like even yeah, like just the whole thing of you know the the little tables as well. Oh my oh, God, Jericho okay. just flanned. So Benoit, ben- Benoit did his. Uh, well, flying a, headbutt, a flying kind of. headbutt through the ropes, and Jericho managed to pick up a chair, which I think was under the ring, and <laughs> uh, leveled Benoit once again. I mean, his hands were up, but it's slightly unprotected. Okay, so, so we'll see the replay. replay. Uh, so Benoit reversed Jericho into the ladder that was set, propped up on the apron. Jericho spilled to the outside, and then uh, he had the hands up. He had he the had hands his hands up, up but, but kind of flashed back yes, anyway. You know, yeah. it wasn't fun anyway, guys. No, let's no. put it that way. <laughs> I would not like to get not a nice way to spend a Sunday evening. No, definitely not. But it's also one of the old school uh, blue chairs. Yeah, I yeah, miss. I yeah. miss the blue chairs. <laughs> they were. Gra- I don't know what it is. It's the just blue, the blue cage. The, the blue, blue cage. chair. It was just. It was a better time. <laughs> it was a simpler time. Okay, so Jericho's going for the suplex onto the the, the barricade. Yeah, he's really working that midsection. I think that's what they're trying to tell here. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose that was another good thing about uh, people of Benoit and Jericho's ilk is that. Even with a ladder match that was, you know, 
a spectacle driven match um oh big spill uh jericho had the ladder set up and he was gonna flatten uh benoit that's another was, spot that just makes no sense to who, me. who was laying out on the uh on the barricade jericho and, checking if he has color yeah and benoit moved so jericho sprung off but yeah no sorry my point was was that even though like it is a, a gimmick match those involved are still professional wrestlers exactly they're, they're uh, still telling a story yes and they're but they're professional wrestlers in the sense of you know actual professional wrestlers exactly. not like in the way that you know john cena is a professional wrestler that's a good point you know yeah. and, and that's the deal. okay so ben was going oh he's oh. working that back something fierce with that chair um there's one thing here about this match you know as you said gar they're professional wrestlers as fact they understand selling they understand getting across that the this psychology. actually hurts psychology why they're doing what yeah. they're doing and it's a feature of benoit and jericho matches where they'd actually work the ribs sometimes jericho would get injured maybe it's callback from that feud yeah in uh SummerSlam 2000 i can't remember i can't believe i'm remembering all of this <laughs> yeah, it all it's, it's so ingrained into my head but yeah like, but i mean i suppose that's one of the things like i would look for as a wrestling fan you know some type of um continuity mm. like within a, a few bridge a bridge but like e even still something like a ladder match okay what's the best way you're going to win a ladder match i suppose like either take count. take someone's legs or take someone's wind out of them exactly and that's what jericho's doing with benoit he's trying to take the wind out of them, so that's why he keeps going back to the midsection keeps going back to the midsection and it just it it, it makes sense and benoit seems to be working Where, the head a lot more and, on the shoulder and, and the shoulder yeah. area yeah like yeah, early on in the match he had that big shoulder breaker and now just now he's he just drove the shoulder into the shoulder ladder, ladder. because remember you know jericho's big thing is the walls of jericho we can't really do the walls of jericho if you're if obviously you're bleeding from, from like a stuck pig or if your shoulder's gone you're not yeah. gonna be able to get the torque and Benoit won't be able to cl climb the ladder or do any of his major offense if he's not able to support Breathe. you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Oh, so, Jericho reversed, uh, slinked down the back and pushed him straight into the ladder that was set up. Drop kick to the head. And this hasn't broken down into like a brawl yet. It's still no, very it's much still technical quite wrestling. A like, I mean, you, c you could get rid of the ladder and it's still a, a straightforward Benoit. And Jericho match, you it's know? It's something that I, that I miss nowadays, Garrett. When you involve weapons... They seem to rely almost as a crutch, and sometimes in cases they actually use a crutch, yeah. you know, to to build their match across. But these they're incorporating it in, and it works. Yeah. Okay. So Jericho's just set Benoit up, kind of through the ladder, and he's doing a Russian leg sweep. Oh wow. man! And his, his knee and leg is caught to that, and you know, if he wasn't wearing some kind of leg brace or yeah. you know, that that can break a leg. Exactly. Like falling that far, like the, he was on the top rope. Um, but one, once again, tying into the psychology, now he's going after the leg. Yeah. He went for the wind and now going for the leg. So it's all it's all building up towards, you know, a, a, a smart story that, you know, in, a, as you say, these types of gimmick matches, we don't really see too much anymore because they're so reliant on, on uh, the gimmick being used, the hardware being used, I suppose. Oh, oh. Benoit dropkick. Yeah. Uh, dropkick the ladder that was in Jericho's hands and it looks like Jericho once again checking for colour um, not sure if he has any as of yet That's who, a, oh, sorry, go on. who was the champion going into I this I think Benoit was the champion yeah I, I, I've been I think ben trying to recall because um, I, I did see a little flash on the side and I, I go back by um, I, you know we were talking about this last time we did our commentary tracks that the reason why the hardcore division was so good was because you had guys like this who could work the hardcore style. Yeah. And that's the thing, because they were still working matches, but would just adapt to the match quality instead of the match uh, genre dictating the outcome of the match. Yes, true. You know, I think that's that's what the guys don't understand nowadays. It's like, okay, we're going to work a Hell in a Cell match. No, work a good match, but incorporate the Hell in a Cell. Ooh, Ooh straight into the ladder. Man, yeah, the amount of headshots <laughs> in this, yeah. it's unbelievable. It's actually disturbing. And it, it, it's, it's kind of, it speaks to how we're conditioned nowadays to not want that. Yeah, precisely. So Benoit actually set that ladder up and... End up eating it. And ended up eating it, but much like earlier on in the match, Jericho did it. When Jericho did it, like Jericho set it up and oh, he spring! He just kind of used the ladder like a springboard. Yeah, and and, bust, and no, didn't bust open. I was going to say later, <laughs> a couple of years later on, Jerry Mercury would get busted open very yeah, similar spot. Man, oh, that was that was one of the most severe spots I think I've ever seen. Um, so wrong, I bought that DVD just for that spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the ladder match too, I think. So yeah, it is slingshotted the ladder into Benoit's face. 
oh a, man a drop kick drop now kick. you see they're starting to use the ladder a little bit more um as a weapon but once again still makes sense within within the context of the match well they're at the go home spot now anyway you know they've been in there for about 10 minutes 10 minutes or so now yeah, yeah. 10 minutes or so so they're starting to kind of get a bit antsy and I think Jericho is getting ready to actually go up the ladder now and attempt the first grab at the belt as it were yeah but I mean w- once again like the match is what about 10 minutes old at this stage yeah. about and this is the first time that they've attempted to climb up how many matches have we seen particularly with one John Cena who does one move and then goes like, like, compare it to oh. compare it to Randy Orton and John Cena where yeah no, they did one spot and then we're up there. It's it was, and it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, Benoit just took uh, Jericho's back and dumped him straight out over over the top rope. But the ladder's still set up. Benoit's on the inside. Jericho's on the outside. But they're both still down. Yes. So basically, you know, I'm sure if the commentators were doing this, they'd be like, oh, whoever gets to the first has the advantage. Yeah, or Benoit <laughs> has the advantage because he's in the ring. Exactly, the moment, exactly. So he's, he's got the better positioning. Um have to say one of my favorite Royal Rumble events. This was just a stack card all the way. It was. I mean, this was a great card. Like this card opened up with the Dudleys against Edge and Christian. It had uh, this match. It had quite possibly the best Royal Rumble match, which we will pencil in for next year. Yes, yeah. I think I think that has to be the one we do next year. Okay, so uh, Benoit's climbing up. Jericho's he's on, he's on top gone of the ladder in. right now. Yeah, Jericho's gone in. Benoit's kicked him back down, but Jericho's making another run. Uh, Benoit uh, turned around and was facing Jericho. Jericho has now has pushed the him back over the angle of the ladder. And, and now he's setting up for the probably why this match is really famous. It's yeah. a wall to Jericho on, on the, the ladder. ladder. Yeah, I mean, and it, to be included in every WWE, WWF game afterwards. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like when RVD debuted later on. The Van Daminator was in every yeah. WWE game also. Okay. okay, so he just kicked him off. Yeah, pushed, pushed him back off the ladder. So now Jericho... Is oh, oh Benoit touched the belt, touched the belt, and then got yeah. flung off. Yeah, Benoit kicked, uh, kicked the ladder over from where he was positioned in the ring. I mean, a su- super clever spot to do the walls of Jericho on the ladder. It um, it, it just kind of emphasizes. Oh, they have the Wiley Coyote oh, cam. Man, I love this cam. It's <laughs> awesome. That's a long way to fall. That like, is I'm a long sorry. way to fall. Like, I mean, backwards. And like, I mean, and that was like a safe enough fall mm. for Benoit, and it's still super far. Like. But that's what, you know, particularly when we were watching this as kids, you know, if you're used to watching WCW and those guys used a smaller ring, yeah. when you saw how big the WWE ring is from that angle, it opened things up. Like, your oh, world expanded. It, did, yeah. it was crazy. Oh, man, he just hit him with the ladder again. Yeah, Jericho's Jericho. down. These guys are pretty tired already, <laughs> you know. They, yeah, they have it's been a pretty physical match so far. Jericho would have kicked to the head. And he was going to the top, but Ben was straight back up, as you would expect, with just a mere kick to the head. So Jericho still fighting. Still fighting Benoit off. Oh, oh what a nice catch going into Crippler crossface. There we go. Yeah, missed the... And Jericho was tapping. Missed the diving forearm and Benoit did the sidestep and very fluid movement. Definitely. Like, that, like these guys knew each other so well. Yeah, I They mean, could just do something like that. Yeah, like th- these guys worked together in Japan and then WCW, ECW, ECW, all that kind of so stuff. They just... It, it became like it became kind of second nature to them, and that's why their matches were so good. But here's the thing, Gar. Like you know, we we've already seen the Walter Jericho and we've seen the Crippler Crossface. The danger of only having those two submission holds as your 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 finisher, basically, is probably what held these guys back from reaching the top potential. And it's something that Jericho touches on in his book, and that's why he got the the cold breaker, the cold breaker and, and the, the line, line salt and stuff like that. And it, like yeah. Benoit. Uh, thrived without even adapting his style that much but you can see why in this match you know they weren't hitting a big spot that yeah. would end the match like yeah. a pedigree or a power bomb or yeah. jump or something like that so you know what do you think about that guy do you think maybe that was the um, reason I it's something that strikes me watching this again I don't think so I, I suppose if, if you compare it to, to modern day wrestling uh, I think everybody has one of each yeah, everybody definitely. has one good submission move and then well one submission move well one submission move and <laughs> and well I was thinking Daniel Bryan should have a few submission moves and That's true. but but likewise he has he has the knee plus now mm. as well or the move that beat John Cena uh, yeah or the kick that Alberto Del Rio won the title with <laughs> and he he has uh, the cross arm breaker and, it's true and um you know Cena has the AA and the STFU mm. um. So uh, yeah, I I think nowadays it, it's it's more common. I, I say 
Undertaker with the Hell's Gate and the Tombstone. Exactly, and the last ride as well he introduced around this time. So yeah. it, it was where everybody, they would come from a WCW or even from the Attitude Era and have to kind of upgrade a little bit to work with the newer guys yeah. and make a better stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll get back to this point now. Go we have it. a bi- big spot now. The ladder is set up in the corner. Benoit's knocked Jericho off the ladder and he looks like he's setting up for the diving head, but and, and he, he misses. Moves. Uh, Jer- Jericho moves out of the way. Jericho moves, Benoit misses. He's convulsing in the ring right now. <laughs> yeah, and once again, knowing what we know now, yeah, uh, we kind of hope painful. he wouldn't have taken uh, as many of those. Moves. Yes, a move like that. I mean, I always something that Daniel Bryan does though, man, all the time. True, I always remember the one he did against Angle in the cage, oh. off the cage, and he missed. Years were taken off both of those men's lives. Yeah. From matches like okay, that. so he has a very uh, smart right the, here. The ladder set up under Benoit, but Benoit powers out and sends Jericho straight into the rope. So back to the point about the finishers and did a hold him back. Um, I don't think so. I it shouldn't anyway. I've always thought submission finishers are super cool. Oh, uh, I love them as well. And, I really do. Uh, I I, th- I think there's a place for both. And yes, you know you have to adapt your style, like like Jericho did in introducing the code breaker, and I suppose when we talk about finishing moves the whole idea of having like a really great finishing move is that i mean i know people are gonna say oh the rko it it, it could come from, from out of nowhere. nowhere like the stunner yeah yeah and the diamond cutter which yeah. is the rko but you know what I mean? but like, I, jericho has the chair benoit's up on top and he is just welling him out of it and oh, oh kick to the head stiff kick to the head jericho comes off the ropes and knocks benoit down benoit goes over Spills on the outside over. that's it benoit's down jericho's up well, he's not up. But he's he not will up. Be. But he's close. <laughs> he's he's, close he's to more it. up than Benoit. Yeah, Benoit <laughs> is, has a. Fa- he's actually been knocked out to the the seats basically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back 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 to the finisher thing. Um. I don't know. Like like yeah, the Cobra and the Cobra is super cool because that was a move that could be hit from anywhere. Like even remember the cage match that he had with awesome. Edge and off Edge, the corner. Edge tried to jump from do a spear from the top yeah. rope and Jericho caught him. And I suppose that's the whole idea of having a, a move that's versatile. But I don't think it held them back. So Benoit is on the outside, can't get in, can't get in and Jericho Co- grabs the belt. Retrieves the belt. Can I just say, the ending of that match was very contrived. Like, it's a great match, Gar, but just yeah. there. Like, Benoit, it looks like, it looks fake. <laughs> like, let's just say, the ending of that match looks fake. Like can, mean, can we replay it again, Gary? Just, just I'm just sure they'll show the replay now, okay, but if, okay, if so they j- don't, I'll go back. So Jericho is celebrating here. but uh, with, with referee Tim White. Exactly. Who, Se- who, senior official. Senior official Tim White. Wendy man. told us the names and then didn't tell us the names for yeah, like that two years. That was ridiculous. I was like, we know what it is. It's Mike Kyoto. We know it's Lil Nage. Why did Jay push ladder another missed opportunity? No, another tooth missing. Ah, okay, fair enough. Um... Shot at the crowd, white J signs, old that, school. Man, old school attitude era t shirts. And yeah. that woman needs a sports bra. <laughs> Those boobs were, were flying. Not in a good way either. Anyway, yeah, so I don't think we're going to get a replay, will we? Oh, we should do. They're bound to do a replay. Because, like, I love this match all the way up until that point, And then, like, oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, so uh, these so are highlights. So they're going to the, the highlights, right? So Jericho with the chair shot, yeah, which was diving, a very good spot. The diving planche outside. Okay, this is it now. Jericho, Sen, and Benoit spilling outside. Which was a good spot, you know, makes sense. Jer- uh, Benoit's down, Jericho goes yeah. up to the top. Okay, so here it is here, right? Benoit's on the outside, he can't get it, and then falls down for yeah. some reason, and Jericho just grabs the belt and pulls it down. Like, okay, I understand maybe they were selling that it was such a punishing match that we couldn't, that Benoit just couldn't get up. What do you think, Gar? Like, But to me, it was just kind of cheap. I don't know. I think we're used to over-the-top uh, finishes for ladder matches. And that's a fairly straightforward one. Right. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say it's contrived. I mean, it's contrived now in 2014. But when, back then... When, when, okay. when we've had 13 years' worth of other ladder matches. Right. Um, no, I'm so happy enough. Where, where would this match rate on uh, your scale, Gar? Is it still as good as you remember, or has the Sheen kind of gone off a couple of years ago? Uh, I'd say the Sheen's probably gone off it because... You can't talk about Benoit matches without That's true. some of the sheen been taken off, particularly with the the headshots in this match as well. You're just yeah, like, like the oh, diving head, but off the top was and the chair shots. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're going to put a pin in it there and kind of reset for our next commentary track. So we'll talk to you in a minute.
This is 92.5 Phoenix FM, Community Radio for Dublin 15. Hey everybody, it's JB Jeremy Borash and you are listening to Daryl O'Connor on the... Second commentary track. Uh, Gar, explain to us why we have to not do the empty arena match and we have to go and do another match instead. Technical um, difficulties. Technical difficulties. This is podcasted, isn't it? So I can, yes. I can curse. My internet is fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we can't do it. Um, and it's not on any DVDs, which is messed up, WWE. What the crack? Yeah, apparently I was reading... What is the crack? What What is the crack? What is the crack there? <laughs> Thou is the crack. Um, I was on a forum because uh, we were trying to find out what DVD it's on. And apparently uh, it's on the 50 greatest matches or something. But the editing of it is terrible. So maybe that's why they really? omitted it from other um, releases because Fair it enough. was too bad or too difficult to edit. I don't know. But we will find it. We um, will find it. And it's going on the list. Yes. It's going eventually. on the list. Okay. So what we've decided to do is uh, you know, keep the Royal Rumble team and we're going to go with the I Quit match from Royal Rumble 1999. Which was actually the first choice for people until Connor ruined it and said, oh, you should do the empty arena match. That's true. That's true. Uh <laughs> And we're joined by Connor, and we're joined by Chris. Hi. Hello. So they're going to jump in from time to time um, with their comments also. So guys, um, boot up the Royal Rumble 1999, and we will take a, a brief pause because this is split into two. So when that happens, please bear with us. So right now, The Rock is just about to come out. So uh, here we go. And it's the cool you know, st- set that they used for WrestleMania as well. Yeah, they use yeah. it for loads of pay-per-views at this point. So the Rock is just walking out now. You can see his uh, Simone moves <laughs> covered by that sheet thing, basically. And that's something street that street clothes as well. Just it's not say. really street clothes. Like who walks that's, around that's, like that? Well, the Rock does. <laughs> <laughs> those are the Rock's street clothes. And this is like you know, in other matches he wore the 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 tracksuit bottoms made a, a a huge appearance around this time as well. Like Triple H as well. Like Triple H also. But why did uh why did The Rock have to do this guy? Because it was an I Quit match and it was set up to be a hardcore match. But the real reason. <laughs> and to cover his Samoan nipples. That's true. Which he actually got surgery uh, to replace basically. All right. Is that what it was? That's the technical term. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so, okay, this is, I want to say, the second in their feud, as far as, like, the second or third. When was Rock Bottom? Well, no, it, it's it's the third because they had the Survivor Series match, which was Deadly Game. Which started everything on. Hashtag Deadly Game. Hashtag Deadly Game. Bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Um, and that was when Mankind was screwed out of, of the title it looked like Vince was going to have him be the champ and then it turned yeah. out Rock was the corporate to be the champ corporate champ and that's and where you get the Mick Foley shirt and yeah. all that stuff and then they had the match at Rock Bottom right which, which I, have been, I've actually never seen that match which would have been December I don't think if I can recall correctly that that match actually started I think it was like they just started beating the crap out of each other I will watch that match and, soon uh, but yes yeah, so, and, and then it leads to this which is uh, which is the I quit match Right, and then after this, they'd have the halftime heat match, and then they'd have the last man standing match. That's a, there was, yeah, but pay per view quality wise, they uh, they went and did that. Okay, so so, out. Yeah, I I really like the setup actually for Raw Rumble 1999. It was pretty cool. It's in uh, California. The yeah, a great title belt as well. Very well, say. it it is blurred out in this one, yes. definitely. Yeah. So they're showing what happened on Heat yeah. earlier the night. Okay, so. <laughs> I miss I miss Heat when it was in the actual arena beforehand, and that's what WWE should do rather than the pre-show thing. Bring back Heat. Oy, big Viz. Oh he, no! Well, he was still he, naval. Yeah, now, he's not he? Viscera. He he wasn't taken by Undertaker. That would happen later on. Median in the night. Later in the night. And refer back to our podcast where we. <laughs> why did we pick that Royal? Rumble I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was just uh, Russorific. That's what yeah. it was. Who's on Twitter now? And he will defend everything. Yep. And people will stick up for him, which is bizarre. Fools. The internet, it's a strange place. All right. Even Vince Russo. <laughs> okay. I like Russo. <laughs> yeah, I like bits of what you, he does. No, you read his books and you're like... That's true. You you're read like, his oh, books and you're like, oh, he's a he's, good guy. He's an, right he's an all right guy. Okay, they've started. Okay, right. So <laughs> this match actually had a bit more uh, downtime prior to the match rather than the uh, Chris Jericho Benoit thing, which was... 
bang off the gates, you know? Yeah. Right, so Jericho, not Jericho, Mankind throws him into the ring post and is teeing off on the rock and the rock doing his awful selling, which I thought he was having a spaz attack when he was like, when I was a kid. I was like, what's wrong with the rock? I don't know. Saying that he always sold the stunner the best. Uh, he oversold the stunner. With the with the the, the, flip, the back. flip back and <laughs> no, Chris, The Rock is not a legend. The Rock is horrible. I don't like The Rock. I've never liked The Rock at any point in time. Yeah, Triple H's class. <laughs> hey, he had the best tweet prior to payback ever. It was amazing. <laughs> what a push. Look, hold on. <laughs> Triple H tweets in Latin. That's fantastic. All right. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Perfect oh, lap. Scotty too honey bull like. The That's true. Yes, that's I'll, true. That's, that's true. very true. Okay, so this is an I quit match and uh, Mick Foley obviously has the the mic and he has to make the rock say I quit. Yep. That's basically the nuts and bolts of this match. And why, Gar? Why did this actually end up as an I Quit match? They did a whole video package beforehand where basically they had to say that Mick Foley never actually said I Quit. He yeah, wouldn't do it. Yeah, that was the whole setup for it, and that like they'd had the deadly game match. Yeah, and the brawl at Rock Bottom as well, and they kind of needed a, kind of a definitive win, and not so much a non-sanctioned match, but a match that had the, the gravitas. Yeah. Yeah, and like even in the video package, they had uh, the Terry Funk stuff yeah. from Japan, the barbed wire, um, the barbed wire rope, the king of the death match, king of thing. the death match, thing, which, which actually is it, it's crazy, it's crazy. It, you know, I don't really like that match. I'm gonna go on record and say that match isn't every. I think the video packages that contain scenes from that match, it's actually better than the actual match itself, which is kind of. I mean, it's difficult to watch. It is difficult to watch. Very difficult. Okay, so they're on the outside here, and The Rock is talking to Mick Foley something fierce. Obviously, Colin Spots on the fly here. He sent him straight in. Oh, and that's Oy. why Mick Foley can't walk. <laughs> Taking that that uh, sh- spot into the the steps, awful. And The Rock with a horrible leg. It wasn't awful. It looked class. <laughs> the leg thing. The the knees into it. Oh okay, okay. <laughs> no, we're not, talking about two different things here. Not, 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 not. Uh, rock stomp, as it was called in SmackDown uh, <laughs> <laughs> versus Raw. SmackDown versus Raw. No, the um, whenever Foley was sent into the ring steps, yeah, and Karina over like knee first, um, because like he he made the point in his books, like because they always said, oh, why didn't you like turn? Because it looks and, fake. And take it in the back, and he said it looks fake. You're yeah. not going to change your trajectory. You're going to go straight over it, and. Mick Foley Makes pays sense. the price now. Yeah. I mean, ideally, what he should have done is... Uh, Mick has the chair. Oh, off the back. the back. Is uh, do what Barrett does. Yeah. If Barrett gets whipped in, he jumps over, and yeah. it kicks them back. It's, yeah. a, it's a sweet spot. Like, but Anyway. Uh, no, I think, I think it looks cool. So, uh, Mankind is uh, trying to get The Rock to say quit. Not happening. So, he's hit, you have to hit him with the mic. And what I like about this match, actually, the audio of it, you can hear every time they use the mic. It yeah. makes the... The audio will bump, hood. but you do have Michael Cole on commentary. Bad Michael Cole, so you know he's never really been good, but this yeah, is really early, bad early Michael, Michael Cole. Was when he had the bad. frosted hair and the weird goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. No, but at least he Double has a DDT. One of my favorite DDTs next to Raven Effect. Oh no, Future Shock. Future Shock DDT, it is fantastic. It's just something about the DDT. Yeah. It's made to be a finisher. It really is. Okay, so Mick Foley's going for Socko, which was introduced the year prior, replacing the Mandible Claw. Rocco? <laughs> was was the Rock Sock? <laughs> Boom! Rocco and Socko, <laughs> That's perfect I, Latin. <laughs> I apologise to all our Italian fans, because that's awful Italian. No, it's not. It's butchered <laughs> Italian. <laughs> okay, so The Rock is uh, passing out now. In the mandible claw. In the mandible claw. And, you know, this really doesn't work. It doesn't bode well. Because how do you quit if you're passed out? Earl Hebner's trying to. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. So Earl, Earl Hebner is the, the senior referee in this match. And he looks exactly the same as he does now. He just has the horrible uh, ice-screwed breath. 
t-shirt, t-shirt on yeah. underneath. And a less and, and sunglasses yeah, and less money in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like if like if WWE are struggling are struggling to pay their refs. Like That's true. Imagine what TNA <laughs> are doing. I can't wait till he gets released and then we can interview him. Earl Hebner? Yeah. Just ask him like man. what happened. I'd That'd say his fantastic. sweet road stories, yeah. So, you know, Earl, if you're listening, we want you. <laughs> we want you. Okay, so they're fighting into... Right, <laughs> <laughs> so they're fighting into the crowd right now, and, uh, you know, I never really liked this, because uh, they used to do it all the time. I liked it from time to time, but, you know, this match really t- takes place in the crowd. It's hard to follow, because they didn't have the cameras at the time. And if, if you paid to see this, like... Nasty spill. Would you guys be upset if most of it was in the crowd where you if you're sitting up in the cheap seats like you'd end up just watching the screen? Well I went to Okay. Yeah, well I was at I suppose, but Gary, what you're saying. Yeah, I was at uh, the SummerSlam with Triple H and Brock Lesnar. And a lot of that took place outside. <laughs> uh, that spot actually is horrible. It's horrific. <laughs> no, it's How brilliant. Deaf. <laughs> Both those guys actually must be after that because the ring bell makes a severe noise. Yeah. It really does. So, sorry, and a lot of that match took place like outside. Yeah. But there was a lot of rest spots. So it was difficult to see from where we were positioned. The great lie down they had. The great lie down they had, yeah. So, but okay, no, so here we go. Rock bottom. Cr- and oh, the, table the table breaks. breaks. And the table breaks. And it is the Spanish announced table, which proves beyond a shadow of a doubt that that table is gimmicked. Because <laughs> and it, cursed. And cursed. <laughs> but you remember how, like, in every show, every television show, I'm convinced in the house shows, if they had them, which they probably didn't, the Spanish announced table would just break. All the time. In the actual era. It was just bound to happen. It was part of the job. Okay, so The Rock is getting the water and he's going to spit it into Mick Foley's face. <laughs> I hate the water. Remember North Truth? He started drinking the water for a while. That was brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was something else. I, I actually went. I actually went on a, a tangent there during the week and started looking up old promos from North Truth. Brilliant. And I was just thinking, so man, turn him heel, turn him heel, and let him go nuts. Him but now he's too busy getting jobbed out to Rusev. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Mick Foley's following him up the the. What's that? The ramp way? The entrance ramp? Oh, it's because it's not a ramp. It's There's just no the passage way. Just the entrance way. Fun fact about this match. Go for it. Uh, Mick Foley was the champion and he knew he was getting severely messed up at this match. He took his family to Disneyland to support. Yeah. And had them sitting in the front row. Yeah, that was, that was, the that was an oversight. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know what? I, I was listening to uh, a, po- a podcast there, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter podcast, and they were talking about... Um, Hard Justice 2010 you know where you tried to replicate that this spot yeah. I was like right okay uh, you're a wrestler and you want your kids to see y- what you do you take them to a fun match you know a match where you're like okay grand you're, you're going to yeah, go Zach in Ryder. exactly Zack Ryder <laughs> match not where you're going to get absolutely battered and get your brain smashed in well 17 17 chair shots which moment. will come up so and we'll three, go. I yeah and he said like he not great with numbers. No, I, no. I like Foley was saying he got the concussion on the second one. So he said the other fifteen was just <laughs> what happened. <laughs> How much damage must must have been done to his brain? Well, he said well, he's going to donate it. That's on. Yeah. Bl- and look at it. There's a, a DDT. Rock's DDT is fantastic. Also, um, oh, yeah, I love the flow. <laughs> Well, it's acting isn't great. Let's put it away. Oh, I went there. <laughs> okay, so Mick is still not saying I quit. And The Rock is just teeing off with kicks. And, you know, the thing about The Rock at this point, you know, the, the flashy kicks and being a douchebag, it works because he was a heel and he was a great heel. He was a great heel. A fantastic heel. One yeah. of the best heels, I think, in, in the business. And I did actually really like The Rock there. I like booing The Rock still, so I wish he had remained a heel. Smell the air. Amazing. <laughs> 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 okay, so the rock is going for a walk oh, past the gorilla position, and he gets that. I remember this spot. Yeah, this spot. Yeah. You know, I remember having a wrestling magazine that my grandmother got me called Badass Dudes. <laughs> and that's what it was called. That's what it was called. And it was a wrestling fanzine <laughs> in the UK. 
and it had an actual blow by blow of this match. Sure, I am <laughs> no, no, I am deadly serious. I will find it. I will find it. I will bring it. <laughs> and it had like you know, it went through a list of the most badass dudes. <laughs> so like hard. Did you see your grandmother on it? She gave it to me. Oh, it was like. No, she had it. No, but these were like resting. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it was <laughs> no, it was just uh, it was a fanzine basically, right? And it had like you know the most hardcore matches of the time, yeah. so it was crazy. I will actually dig it out, but I had a blow by blow, blow account of this match with the different spots, so yeah, it was a strange, strange fanzine. If anybody remembers it, <laughs> let me know because it did exist. <laughs> I didn't make sure? it up. That's yes. true. That's true. If also, you wrote for badass if you wrote, yeah, if you wrote for badass dudes or any other strange fan scene that was out at that please, time, let me know. Please get in contact. Please, because it was a strange thing from my childhood that I just remembered. <laughs> okay, right. So the Rock is setting up the ladder, um, up in the stands, which is yeah, strange. One thing I don't get about this spot was what was his. Yeah, what was his end goal? Yeah. yeah, like why is he climbing up the ladder? To set up the spot into the electricity bin, obviously. But this gets back to what we were talking about in the in the Jericho and Benoit match, is that when you can see... Like, you obviously know what's going to happen here. Oh, yeah, Bodhi's you can see it a million miles away. Off. Like, And sometimes that's the problem with these, like, crazy spots. Like, why would the rock climb up? He, was, he had the upper hand. Like, yeah. he didn't need to. But then he climbs up and he starts, like, backing away from him. Yeah, it... It's like, come on up. It's like, remember, we went to that WCW show, the DCW show, and he would pass the mic over to the other guy. Yeah, the same thing. Heels heel in the face. Heels and yeah. faces just breaking kayfabe. So it is kind of kayfabe being broken here a little bit. But, you know, it works. Oh, low, low blow. blow. Low blow to McFoley. Bad man. Well, he, he is. He's playing. Badass dude. He's playing the ultimate heel. And I believe that's why it was in that issue. <laughs> Do you know, if, if by some just stretch of the imagination that someone from WWE creative is, is listening to this <laughs> and they have a new stable called the Badass Dudes. It would be amazing. Be amazing. It would be amazing. I love that. Okay. Oh, oh, Mick Foley goes Foley. right into uh, the most explosive electro electro electronic display I've ever actually witnessed. And the lights in the arena go out. Yeah. Yeah, which happens because it's all connected to that. I believe they call it like the conductor or something like that actually, but... No way. No way. No, yeah, no way. way he had that, that That is a planned spot. It is. <laughs> and here they have the spotlight, which, Chris, you referred to earlier. Apart from the spotlight, that's conveniently on them. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, the camera feed <laughs> <laughs> and everything else. Just the house lights went out, which add mystique to this match, which uh, didn't need it. I think they, they really mystique? overbooked this. Mystique. From X-Men. From X-Men, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Woo. By the way, Days of Future Past. That's an alright movie. It's not great, but it's okay. It's mad. I missed when they'd call each other sons of bitches. Yeah, awesome was great for him. Yeah. yeah. And so was Jericho. Yeah. Oh, there's Shano. Shano Mac. Check, checking on Mick. Here comes the money. I have to bring him back. This oh, yeah, did one more run. One more run with the European belt. Yeah. Brilliant. Man, I missed the European belt. Why? It was class. No, it wasn't. It was awful. Hey, it makes more sense than the US and Intercontinental belt. Not than the Intercontinental. Than the US. No, well, in, the, sa in the same kind of You'd have a sphere. Slight case for the US. Well, the if the US belt was the European title and then you had the Intercontinental title, at least that would make some sense. That's That'd what I mean. Okay. That's yeah, what I mean. Okay. Having the two fused together, no way. Okay, so not much. See, this is a trend that we're noticing from Mick Foley matches when we go back and look at them as adults. So much time passes between spots because Mick Foley is, you know, and I hate to say this, he is, the, there is a case where he's just a glorified stuntman. <sighs> Rick Flair. You're channeling <laughs> Rick Flair. No, but think about it like. You got There's a new suit jacket, and all of a sudden <laughs> you think you're Ric Flair. No, I love, I love, I no, I love. Oh, let me finish. I love Mick Foley. Like he is one of my favorite wrestlers. But a lot of these matches are stunt spots. No, but like he can't like, like from a real, like I mean, quote unquote realistic standpoint, like can't fall off a uh, terrace and then like. 
get right back up. I, I know, I know. That's what I mean. No, I agree. That's true. Who can sell ice to an Eskimo? And you were in the Arrowhead Pond or the Igloo, which I think it's called now. So there you go. Right, so this is where things really start getting nasty. Um, well, nastier than they were. Mick Foley is really on the receiving end of punishment, and this kind of begins the point in this match that I refer to as the punishment or the crucible of Mick Foley <laughs> because he really doesn't have any offense yeah, for a long time. Well, pretty much to the end now. You know, and again, guys, this man brought his small children and set them in the front row. So I would say, you know, watch Beyond the Mat now after this and it'll give you a bit more insight into that, but it doesn't get better for Mick Foley. It does not get better. And you can actually see his family right there if you end that uh, I don't think shot right there. I knew it was going to be as that bad, this bad. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. But, you know. No, here the moment. Things get a bit special. That's true. That's true. Okay, here we go. This is where it gets graphic this, right yep, now. This grizzly. is where the line is crossed. So Rock has the handcuffs. And he's tying McFoley's hands behind his back. Which, you know, if I saw my father getting handcuffed in the middle of a ring, I'd be kind of upset also. So I'm just like, the case for as bad as, thing, as, as things got, I don't think flies so much because they had an idea of what they were doing. Do you think, guys? Or am I alone here? Uh, well, as, as Connor said earlier, they he only plans to do three chair shots. shots. Which ended up, you know... Been seven in. Heading into, yeah. Um, a few accounts back then, The Rock was a bit of a dick. Yes. Yeah, he does seem yeah. like one hour. But, I mean, these were two guys, you know... Much like, say, Rock and Austin always got the best out of each other. And, say, you know, fast forward Cena and, and Punk always True. got the best out of each other. And Benoit and Jericho. Benoit and Jericho. Like, these guys did tend to get the best out of each other you as know, well. I, I wasn't a huge fan of The Rock and I'm still not, but I love his matches with Foley and I love his matches with Triple H. I think they're, if you really want to bookend how WWE beat WCW. Awesome. Yeah, his match was awesome. His match with Austin are on a different level. They kind of, they speak higher than these. These are more just kind of nuts and bolts stuff. His matches with Austin are more kind of uh, events. You know what I mean? Wait, can I just point out? Go for it. You're not a big fan of The Rock. No. But you're a fan I'm not a fan of Cena either, though, but I like some Cena matches. You know, it's the same thing. There's guys who I don't particularly like, but enjoy their work at times. Like Cena, I think, as Gar said, uh, his matches with CM Punk, fantastic. His matches with Umaga, fantastic. Still not a fan of Cena. You can be a fan. You can't. You can be a fan of somebody's work and not the worker. <laughs> All right, so make. <laughs> And you're entitled to do so. Uh, Mick Foley is up and his hands are still tied behind his back. He's got some colour from Rock was bouncing his head off. Uh, the ring post. The turnbuckle. Okay, that was a terrible kick. <laughs> so he's gone out to get the chair because he believes it's time now to really bring the pain. So here we go. Earl Ebner's just standing there going, you know, this is not who you are, Rock. Oh, wait, that was John <laughs> Cena, sorry. This bit is one of my favourite spots in the whole match. Rock is going for the people's elbow, or did he call it the corporate elbow? Corporate elbow. The corporate elbow at, the, at this time, he throws the um, elbow pad, runs the ropes, runs the second ropes, bang onto the chair, which was also in a video game Sweet as well. Spot, I yeah. think it was in WWE Attitude. Yeah. And there is a lot of colour right now. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, in the video package. And you could, and you could set up the chair. chair on their head. And yeah, yeah. 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 It was impossible to do. It was. <laughs> but you could do it. The full yeah. setup you had to do, like, go through. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which, we did talk, which we did talk about on our uh, video desk pilot, which you guys should check out. Okay, so The Rock is cutting a bit of a promo in the ring. Oh, here we go. Right, so let's do a count. So here's... The, remember, guys, it's supposed to be three. So let's see how long it takes to break the tree. Oh, one. One. That was yeah. a nasty, unprotected this chair is, shot. This is the concussion one. Two. Two. Okay, Mick Foley's concussed. That was very blunt. Completely yeah. unprotected. His hands are behind his back. You'll never see this again. And you know what? You probably Thank never should. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is just, this is inhuman. Right. Mick Foley. Man, he can't get up. Three. Three. There we go. That should have been it. That should have been it. Four. Four. Five. Oh, my God. Oh, five. Was wow. Sick. Oh, 
the chair is actually starting to show the imprint of a man's skull. Nasty, 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 nasty. That mask isn't playing anything. No, no, <laughs> no, it's not. What are we at? Five. We're at five. Good. Oh man. Six. Six. Oh, good lord. No, this is. <laughs> you know, it, you don't actually remember how bad this is yeah. until you sit down and watch it again. It didn't seem bad because it was like we well, didn't it did know. Seem like pretty out there, but like it didn't. Seven. Seven. You didn't appreciate how much damage it's doing. Yeah. yeah, like we were kids. We were kids. Smoking. We all thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Eight. Eight. Oh. Now I don't know how Foley's still, you know, moving. Yep. At this point. Okay, so the Rock is cutting promos. And yeah. Let Let Foley have a let, bit of a breather. Oh, look at that blood, <laughs> man. Yeah, he is, and uh, he wasn't blading either. No. All like hard way. Legit. Is this nine? Oh. Here we go. He's just, just nine. You know, he wouldn't even go for the back. They're all all headshots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he won't even hit the back. Just hit the back rock. Just oh, 10. Back of the head, which is more dangerous than taking it from the front. Oh. What are you so saying? So far, five and ten have been... Have been the worst. Ten nasty. is the worst. Ten, ten is, is the, worst the worst. Because it's the back of the head, the soft part of the head. If you hit somebody in the back of the head, you're going to get disqualified in the taekwondo uh, thing. So you're not even going to hit people in martial arts. Yeah, yeah like, man. That's because it was dangerous. To hit him. <laughs> he didn't need to hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. You know, that's just not on. What were you saying, Connor? You get arrested? Yeah, if you did that now, you get arrested. Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if it's in the ring. Well, you know, there is a point in time where you just... <laughs> you know, you got to call a spade a spade, and that's not right. So, okay, remember, Mick Foley would never say I quit. That yes. was the whole point in this. That was the whole premise. And we're coming to the end now where that is kind of tested. Yes. And they do kind of control of a finish. But Mick Foley, I think, is passed out here right now. Yeah. Because he's not moving. And did the finish happen? Yeah, the yes. finish happened. Yeah, so Mick Foley's passed out here, right? And they played over the speakers, which was revealed later on. Yeah, Shane, or he he did a, an interview previously. Prior to, which they played in the video package. Yeah, he's, he does, he has like a little poem. Yeah, and it he says, oh, I quit, I yeah. quit, I quit. So when Mick, when oh, he put see. when he put down there after the 10 chair shot. I remember the poem, I will not say it here, I will not say it there, I will not say it, you twit, I will not say I, I quit. quit. Yeah. Uh, that's and that's what the they clipped and played. They sampled and, yes. So <laughs> who would remember that? That's stupid to like, <laughs> I barely passed all my exams in school, <laughs> but I remember, yeah, I remember that. that. <laughs> but like basically, his poetry was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember any Robert Frost, but I got this lovely little poem by Mick yeah. Foley. <laughs> and who wrote that? Oh, Mick Foley. Um. <laughs> Michael Foley. Foley's baby boy. <laughs> If you never heard of him, he's one of the best poets going. So, you know, basically uh, Mick still hasn't moved from this. And the WWE doctor, who we all know very well from the Hell in the Cell match, <laughs> yes, uh, appeared. And, you know, I think, like, at this point, it kind of marks the the decline for Mick, where he had stopped being such a heavily active competitor. And you got to think, the Hell in the Cell match, this match, and then the the final match with The Rock... That had to finish him. Yeah, I mean, and then oh, fast forward even H. more to Triple H one. But they um, weren't even as harsh as this. Like, there was one the or two. The street spots. fight was pretty harsh. Yeah, pretty, pretty the street fight was pretty harsh. There just, wasn't ten chair shots. <laughs> but I mean, that just goes to show. Like, we thought it was much more than ten. Yeah. Um, I suppose you know the revisionists sort of stuff. Exactly. So yeah. It's ten, but I mean, it might as well have been twenty the way he was leathering into like particularly as you said gar five and ten five and ten were the unbelievable bad ones and as you say he got the concussion on the second one so you got to think he probably do, doesn't even remember most no, of this match no. you know like in yeah, his he couldn't he even land on the floor he looked really rough yeah, yeah. but like, i i there's the rock was on the cover of badass dude <laughs> but he was <laughs> <laughs> he was <laughs> speaking Speaking of, of of magazines from this time period, I I never had badass dudes, um. But remember, WWF or yeah, it was WWF at the time. 
it was like Raw had a magazine. Yeah, that was that was actually a better magazine than WWE. Yeah, written by uh, Russo. Yeah, but I remember I got I got it, and the middle part was always like a, a poster, a pull out, yeah, a, a pull out picture. But the picture was Foley from from this match, and he's walking alongside the doctor, and the doctor has a tray, and the tray is like it was a black and white picture, and the tray is like. Fo- there it is there. of the water is it no no like they put his head over it, right and it starts to fill up with blood yeah because it's ice water it's right ice now. water right now I think that's I, Tilo is it yeah that's Tilo and I play holla 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 and, but it, it, it's it was like a backstage picture and uh. it was done in black and white and just the tub was like filling up with blood and like you could see the stream coming from Foley's head, uh, and he just looked. There was ice in it. I think he was like putting on his head, so it's probably from his hand. Hand, yeah, yeah, coming up. But oh, it was like it, that was one picture because I would have been like, what? This was ninety nine. I would have been uh, January nine. I would have been like eleven, mm. and like I wouldn't want, you know, my brother who's like nine, who's like eleven and two, wa- watching a match like that to have that visual of yeah. of someone just on your wall. <laughs> Pumping blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it really speaks to... Yeah, we did quite a violent upbringing. We, we really did. did. We really did. Really you know, did. when you go back and watch this, which is what we all watched as kids, which is what our parents know of wrestling. Oh, I remember someone called all that kind of stuff. And you're like... It was the it was coolest thing. <laughs> but it was so yeah. incredibly violent. But like, I was watching... Um, the the Hell in a Cell match, which would have been the year previous to this. The greatest lie ever told. The greatest lie ever told. And like I I remember saying to my mom, I was like, I, I watched the Hell in a Cell match with Undertaker and, and, and Mankind and she said, Oh yeah, I remember sitting down watching that with you. That was great. <laughs> I was like, A man nearly died. <laughs> like his injuries coming out from that was like the tooth obviously yeah. coming through the nose. He blew out his hip, he blew out his knee, he had a concussion. But it was but it was <laughs> can, can I say though, right? Uh, but it was it was mother and son bonding. Time. It's not only that. It's like my grandmother would actually tape the wrestling shows for me too. She was awesome. She was actually the enabler. She's how I saw a lot of WCW. She was a She's, oh, she was. She still is. She saw a lot of. She got me a lot of WCW, a lot of ECW, a lot of WWF. You know, if it wasn't for her, yeah. I wouldn't have watched wrestling. So you know. It is what it is, but like that's it. <laughs> but to think about it, it's just like how were we allowed watch, watch this? Stuff? Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like you know, it's so violent, so violent. But um, and yeah, even fast forward, forward a few years, you know, the HLA stuff. Well, my dad still will call the HLA stuff. Chris, <laughs> you've met my dad before, and he will bring it up from time to time. So when's the HLA going to happen? <laughs> you know? Um, but hotline action. Hotline action. Book it. Yeah, it really is. But here's the question, guys, and we'll throw this out on our own table. Do we want this again? And, you know, before we answer, a lot of people who don't watch wrestling now are like, oh, you know, why isn't it violent? It's PG. It's just like, yeah, but these guys aren't aren't going to die young because of it. No, but you can still do it and not have as grossly violent as that. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think there is a place for colour. Yeah, I agree. Um, Colour's one thing, Gareth, but not hard way colour. True, but, you know, like, imagine, you know the way, like, Daniel Bryan had been kept down for so long, so long. Like, imagine if H got colour in his match. It would have made it so much better. It would have pushed it up a little bit more. Now, I'm not saying, like... remember even um, the Jericho, Shawn Michaels would have been... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, not, I watched that ladder match recently. That, no that's the best ladder match. It, it, no, it is, Gar. It really is up there, like... If not, if not up there, it is. But Jericho lost a tooth in that. Yeah, <laughs> they, he uh, got the, messed up. The head clash, he has this like little chip. But gun. he did punch a man's wife, so he did kind of deserve it. Fair play to What's I, I, Rebecca actually, for taking that. Jericho shot? talks about it on his podcast. He feels horrible about it. Both of those guys, actually, Sean and Jericho, felt terrible about yeah. it. Yeah, because he wasn't. Su- she was supposed to duck, or, or she she was take supposed it a to better. Yeah, and she just she walked moved right into, into it. it. <laughs> yeah, and she just snuck herself out. Yeah, 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 yeah. she moved into it. She was supposed to like turn, so he'd like. And, and it would be off camera yeah, if that so, makes sense so you where the shot it. was but she turned the wrong way and Jericho like gone. clogged her and completely like proper proper being there I feel really bad for laughing at that one. <laughs> but no it looked great it like, did it, that's it, who I am <laughs> Chris is a badass dude <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be on the cover next month they should resurrect that magazine 
<laughs> you know, it's great. I'm going to find that. I'm, I, it is up there, guys. Google it. I am not making no, it up. Do not Google. Do not Google. Badass, dude. No, no, no. Don't, don't, <laughs> actually, don't Google it. Don't Google it. Save search filter on Yes. Okay, yes. fair yes. enough. Do. <laughs> I imagine they were regulars in the magazine. So, yeah. No, it was all about wrestling. Yeah, all wrestling. And he had adverts for the Undertaker comic book and adverts for like replica title belts. And you get oh, Sting merchandise. Into a whole other show here. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Whoa, back. Yeah, man. The 90s. The 90s, 90s happened. Man. The 90s, man. Okay, so we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Uh, we will talk to you later. And sorry we couldn't do the anti-arena match. but it's, it's on the next list. It is. Yeah.